gentlemen to another edition of paranormal plus with grizzly on the hunt and tracy inman hello everybody tracy how you doing Uh, there same old thing buddy just uh just kicking it and getting it (laughs) hello aussie sue welcome to the show irene welcome welcome so what's been going on with you all week now uh you know just uh just a lot of work man just a lot of work i actually i bought a couple old cabbage patch dolls grizzly uh-huh, uh, no, yeah, no, yeah. No, I'm not no. gonna bring them on. I don't want to. Don't want to do that to you today. But the next one, I'll get them out. I got to clean them up a little bit. Uh, you know, as like I said, we we uh, we collect old toys, and these are like I look like they're pretty much the original. If I if I picked them out right, so uh, yeah, yeah. That that's about it. The wife, uh, she's in Florida this week, and 
Hi, Kelly. We could have had a party. She's watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're too far away from me, though. Yeah. So I basically just been, yeah, been laying around, laying around the house. <laughs> yeah. Welcome, FDL. Uh, man, FDL, man, I tell you what, he, you should have saw what happened to him on the last show. But uh, so we or you got some interesting guests, I heard, right? Yeah, yeah, I got, uh, I have Anna Margaret, Marguerite uh, Brandemart. So I'm going to give you her profile here real quick. Uh, her name is Anna. She's a gifted. Uh, she's able to see and hear spirits, and she helps people uh, reach their loved ones on the other side. She's the owner of Message from the Afterlife Broadcast, which I've seen and I've been on. And she does a really, really good job with it. And she is the inert of her candle shop, where she makes candles of any kind, healing, Wicca, love and so forth and then also with her is a guy named aaron hoffman he's a paranormal investigator researcher podcast host and magazine editor uh having been in here's his bio having been in a paranormal enthusiast for many years he would finally pick up investigating in 2018 uh he would uh, go go to his first group with thomas ratkowski and neil mao in nightwatch paranormal uh, until 2022, since then, he has uh, started podcasting. Eventually, he's teamed up with Anna and in the joint venture Secrets of the Crypt. He still investigates from time to time and is in the process of establishing a new team. His investigations have garnered him a wide array of experiences and evidence. So let's welcome uh, Aaron Hoffman and Adam, Adam, uh, Anna Marguerite Brandemark. Anna and Shadow, welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Hello there. Hello. Hey, how, how are you? Nice to see you again. Yep, nice seeing you again. Yeah. <laughs> so introduce your all selves, you know, and tell everybody. Uh, Tracy gave a background, and Irene, I will send you pictures. Uh, I, I I do not mind anybody wanting to bunk any of my dolls. All right. Uh, I know they have some attachments, not all, but uh, uh, we're gonna. We have something coming up next week, but yes, I will send you photographs. But Anna, we'll start with you. So how are you doing today? I'm doing just fine. Um, you know, just in the middle of a lot of projects right now. And I'm really excited with the new broadcast that we have going on for us. And that's why I brought Aaron on with me. And I really want us to share that with you guys and we just been very busy with our merch and i am developing a new candle company with a brand new name hopefully this time this name stays <laughs> i'm trying to put a name that will catch everybody's eye to make sure it gets out there and make sure everybody loves what i make and you know get everybody interested in what i do so right. and um just trying to get you know, my tarot card business as well up and running with that. And, you know, and it's got a lot going on. So. I can understand that. What about you kind, sir? Mr. Shadow, welcome to the show. <laughs> well, you know, um, <clears throat> like I said, I'm, I'm establishing a new paranormal investigation team, but uh, uh, I did used to have a, paranormal magazine called a view beyond and that just got so big that i ended up shutting it down uh this time i'm starting a new one called dark vault magazine uh same thing paranormal conspiracies unsolved mysteries things like that um i think i've learned a couple of good lessons 
you know, because I for for those of us who try to do a lot of stuff on our own without hiring somebody else, managing sites and teams and meet social media, it can be real time consuming. Uh, take a lot of energy. Yes. So yeah. Yeah, Chris, you pretty much live at that desk, don't you? Yeah, I really do. <laughs> I, I, li I live in my studio, so yeah, uh, I really do. With all the shows that I do and uh, the software, the advertisements, all the platforms, all the audio programs, the platforms. Mm -hmm. I, yes, I know exactly where you're coming from on that. Absolutely. Yeah, the arms on my chair have permanent elbow imprint, and there's a permanent <laughs> butt cheek imprint on the bottom of my uh, chair as well. I have seat cushions. I knew what was going to happen. So I was prepared. See, yeah, do you agree with me? I did, there there goes one of the cat balls, ladies and gentlemen. Hell, more. Yep. Welcome to the show, Standing Stones. So, so Facebook user, hi, sweetie. Go ahead, Tracy. Oh, that'd be awful. That, that Facebook user always shows up from that paranormal for some reason. It comes up as Facebook user. So, Anna, what, what got you into, uh, into this, into the paranormal field? God. Well, what got me into the paranormal field is I'm going to keep it nice and short only because it's going, if I add everything that has happened since after high school, it'll be a long story for the whole show. So I'll keep it nice and sweet. Um, I've been into the paranormal field after high school, like I said. Um, I realized that I had a lot of weird things happen around me that I couldn't understand. And at a point where I couldn't take it anymore to where I took classes, I went to um, ghost hunting classes and I started a team with South Jersey Ghost Research. And ever since then, um, because I felt like there was a lot of weird things that happened, no matter where I went, no matter where I work, I kind of needed to know that answer. And why am I seeing things that other people are not seeing? Why am I seeing people in front of me that are not even there? And I'm hearing all these disembodied voices and, and I just wanted to take it to the next level. And after more than 10 years, and that's why I'm here to why I'm here. Gotcha. What are your thoughts on that, Chris? No, I love it. You know, uh, everybody is different when it comes to what we do in, in the in the reality in the realm, right? And one of the things we talked about on the prior shows is everybody wants the truth and they want mm -hmm. proof of things, right? Yeah. And that's what we try to do is provide that. And unfortunately, there are so many people out there with AI and fakes and they want to manufacture, right? Yeah, you, you agree <laughs> yeah. with me on that, I see. Evidence, yeah. it makes it hard for people that are really out there trying to do the right thing and to, yep. to prove there's things that after we pass on. So, yep. uh, so yeah, I totally agree. Uh, I'm very excited. Uh, I did a little homework on her and him, and I'm very excited they're on the show. Well, thank you. I'm glad yeah. you're excited. <laughs> I'm yes, happy to be I here. Am. And evidently, I'm not the only one in the studio, too, so... <laughs> what about yeah. you? Uh, what about you, Shadow? What, what got you into this? Oh man! <laughs> yeah, I've, I've I've always been fascinated with the paranormal. It, 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 I love it, and most of the time, while uh, the guys in my neighborhood growing up, they'd be out playing baseball, basketball, whatever. I was writing 
two and a half miles down to the library reading books on the paranormal, unsolved mysteries, and things like that. Um, and then in my teen years, I started getting involved with uh, uh, certain unfavorable practices, uh, things like that. Um, and then in my druidism, I started getting uh, a lot of time, it would be pretty dark. And I ended up developing an attachment that lasted for years. And it wasn't until I tried to get my life turned around that I finally learned of its existence. And it took me a month to shake it off. And it still left some pretty lasting impressions. So when I get around dark element, um, I get weird sensations. Um, kind of hard to explain. But... Uh, yeah, I ran into Thomas one night, and he was working at a store, and we got to talking about the paranormal, and said, you know, I'll investigate with you. And that was pretty much where it all started. Got hooked right then and there, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's it is the way very ladies and gentlemen. Very addicting, yes. So, so. so I've, I've luckily, I, I haven't had anything attached to me. I have been told at one time that I had a, uh, have a, a Native American that was a, uh, potentially uh, attached me. I'd wake up in the middle of the night, see something in the bed, stuff like that. But long story short, I, I did what the uh, spiritual healer told me to do and I haven't had it come back since. So right. that's been about three years, three and a half years. So, you know, praise Lord, hallelujah, whatever it's, it's gone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, you, that's Chris? why I always keep lots of holy water around me. I am a <laughs> reverend. I went on a spiritual guide last year. And the reason why I did that, ladies and gentlemen, because, you know, I have a lot of paranormal experiences all throughout my life. And for my mm-hmm. mom's side of the family, they always came back. And, and I didn't understand that. And that always made me thirst for more. And places where I lived, uh, it was always family members. And uh, the ones that do not know, we have a crime show on Friday. We do missing persons and cold cases and murder cases that are unsolved. And we have a panel with people with abilities. And we, after we do the case, we present the case to the people with abilities and they get a picture or just a name. That's it. And they do their own thing. They come back with their evidence, what they see, remote viewing, dousing, whatever, however they do, whatever. And they tell us the story, what they see. And uh, I went on a mission last year to debunk all that and to come across the frauds. And that actually put me on a spiritual journey. And I did not know somebody in my family had abilities. And that's why I knew a lot of stuff when I was on the police department. Made stuff easier for me to work when I was interviewing, interrogating people. Hmm. So uh, that just fed. And I wanted to learn more. And uh, it just keeps continuing to grow. And it's nice to meet people in, in the community as you all. Uh, that's got a very good, outstanding reputation that, that does the right thing. They're out there to show people, hey, this is what is reality. You know, I love to catch 20 fish in 20 minutes, okay? But ladies and gentlemen, that doesn't happen, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I've been on ghost hunts or investigations where you sit there for hours and nothing happens. It happens. Yeah. It's not like a switch, no you know? Right, <laughs> yep. right? So, mm-hmm. see, they agree or somebody agrees. Yep. So, yeah, but, plenty uh, of times. yeah, and, and that's a stigmata a lot of people think, you know, is that, oh, you know, they watch things on TV, then they watch things that we do. They're like, boring, 
And it's like, no, they do a lot of editing. Uh, yep. There's a lot of dramatic things that are in place to get you pumped up and the music and they scream and run and I scream and run in my studio. I just knock stuff over <laughs> and break things. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm being serious. See, I know uh, it's I really fine. Cause I have the same issue as well. So I'm right there with so, you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I literally, uh, I'm like Biden. I was going to have to go buy me some depends. Uh, because things being <laughs> poltergeist activity and things being thrown. And my regular followers know that. And uh, the last show, like I was telling you all, uh, I had to shut down my live feed and get myself together. Uh, mm -hmm. So, yeah, it was very interesting. So, and it's never it, a dull moment about me. Uh, no, boy, man, Battlefield all the way. Uh, yes, yes, I love <laughs> uh, the only reason why I, the only reason why I ask if you're a gamer is because Anna and I play this game called The Demonologist. Oh boy, and and, and I'll, I will be the first one to admit on the field, you will not get me to jump. You might, you know, catch my attention by surprise, but for some reason in that game, the jump scared will literally make me jump out of my seat. I have watched this poor girl. Cover her face and almost hide behind her chair. And all I can think of Thanks, like Aaron. if this was like in real life. Well, oh, you're welcome. Uh, if this was like there in real go. life, <laughs> yeah. If that was like in real life, I don't think I would be a paranormal investigator. No, absolutely not. I would think twice. So it's a so it's a video game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The demonologist. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I have to check. I have to check. Now, is that you get that on Xbox? Uh, Steam. It it's off. a PC game. Yeah, it's for a computer. Uh, what I tell you, Anna, before yep. the show, it burned them off. Yeah. I don't know if you heard that click, but it did. Now, then the reason why they're activated is I, I knocked it, the, my boom mic. But uh, yes, the dolls are coming after me, FDL. But no, I have to <laughs> check that out, a PC game. So that's very interesting. Now, do you all believe in Sasquatch or Bigfoot? I guess. Yeah. I mean, is it the paranormal? Um, books, so I mean, I haven't seen them, but I do believe a little bit, so wouldn't hurt. Oh, y'all, we're gonna have to take you for a ride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For it. I will not go in the woods, yeah, I know, right? I'm telling myself, I will not go in the woods by myself anymore. No, after what I've seen in my lifetime, and after I've seen videos that are credible of these things, creatures, whatever you want to call them, cloak and disappear like predator, that mm. crap is crazy. Now, in the spiritual world, and let me tell you something, I believe in evil and you got to believe in good, yin and yang, right? It exists. I have seen things that people say that do not exist, that walk upon this earth, whether it's good or evil. No, uh -uh, that's what, and I do have a vampire kit. And my ammo and my self-defense guns are blessed with holy water, and I do carry garlic and wooden steak. So make <laughs> you fun sound of like it's supernatural. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. I am prepared. Yeah, see, I am prepared. So um, yeah, yeah, I see that. <laughs> yeah. Well, wow. see, here's the thing I find uh, interesting about all that. It, for one, I hear a lot of people say, "Oh, oh, I'm open-minded," and then you start talking about some of the more extreme. Um, field or areas of the field of study that we were into, then you start to get that old skeptic attitude or not. I, I don't believe that. 
you know, right. so I've learned I have to take on the approach, uh, the mentality that if I'm going to be an investigator, a paranormal investigator of all things, I have to be open to the fact that anything and everything is possible. It's just a matter of proving it or disproving it. That is correct. And I say, sir, and no matter how many times I have drawn that line and that sand and said, I am not going to cross this line. I have to erase that line and move that line further. So I don't mm-hmm. even do a line anymore because I know, right? So every time, <laughs> and you know, I mean, there are things, you know, you ever heard the goat man, right? Mm-hmm. We have that here in Louisville, Kentucky. It's called the Pope Lick Monster. And oh, okay. that, I, I, I know it's, I know it's for a different show. Uh, I just got touched and I'm getting freaking out already, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm going to try to remain calm. I'm going <laughs> to pass my seatbelt. I'm not going <laughs> to run and knock stuff over. Uh, but <laughs> I've got a guy that tracked this thing and got cast and he was leaving money in the tree and in, in the Creek bed. And he was standing next to these tracks and it looked like something uh, it just anyways, it, it's, it's for another paranormal realm and reality. Yes. Things do exist. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, and I do believe in fairies. I do, I've seen those. I know that sounds quirky, but it does. I, <sighs> See, I, I want to try my hardest to believe in fairies, and I'm not saying that they're not real. I would like to see if they are, just like Bigfoot, you know. I mean, Bigfoot, fairies, aliens, but I haven't seen any yet. But I believe that the possibility in this supernatural world, they can't possibly be out there. Okay, now, both of y'all believe in orbs, right? We're not talking dust particles. We're not talking water particles, right? We're talking actual oh. orbs. Yes. Now, do you know a difference between an orb and a fairy? Because a lot of people do not. Um, this is not a trick question. I, you know, Shadow's you, like, where the hell is he going with this? Well, I can see where you're going with it because fairies can have a light to them far away, like a full ball of light if they wanted to, and that's how they actually form. And an orb. You can actually see the energy of spirits manifesting in that orb. I've okay, seen true, it. In, true. I've seen it in the pictures. Now, I can understand where you're coming at with this because how they both kind of look the same, but the fairy can be thicker light of, thicker? of their energy. Yes. And they very also thicker have a and brighter. Trail. And right. brighter and they so, have a trail. The orb, you can see see-through energy with different kind of colors. It all depends on how that's all. It all depends on how they manifest. So it depends on the ghost. It depends on the energy. So there's your kind of difference between a fairy light and a orb light. So that's yes. the way how I see things. I don't know. Maybe you guys see them differently. No, no, you're from right. Being, from being in the field more than ten years, it's you know. I've seen so much stuff, so that's how I've seen orbs. So, and I got one on the last show during the interview. <laughs> I was like, "That's a fairy," and the guy's like, "You saw that, didn't you?" I was like, "It had wings and legs," and I was like, "My God!" And I was like, "What was that?" And I was like, "That was a fairy," and they were like, "You saw that?" I'm like, "Not only did we not see it, sir, we got it on video." And it flew right in front of them. And they're like, well, we got fairies all the time. They mess with our cameras. They, and I'm like, and they were showing us pictures. 
and and I'm like, so every time an orb went around their their living room, I would do this, and they and I'm like, yeah, we see it, and I'm like, I know, but I'm just letting people know in the audience, and then I was like, that's not an orb, that's a fairy. Look at the difference, and you would see, uh, not I, I guess a cam trail or camp, whatever you want to call it, pixie right. dust, whatever, and you would see <laughs> the big light, and then the trail behind it, and the one that flew in front of them actually had wings you know those little spiral things that people catch on video all the time mm -hmm. it looks like it has this had wings and legs and it flipped people out and i'm thinking okay yeah i know right and I'm, i just got touched on that one on, on my shoulder so but no it was real I mean, I, I, i've seen fairies before not in real life but you know talking to people and in, on interviews or during interviews and it's like, oh, man, you got a 3D projector, you know, with AI and everything anymore. You know, it's really hard to to differentiate if somebody is manifesting things when they send me evidence, pictures, videos, because it's, you know, it's not like the old days where you can look and go, oh, look at all the pixelation. You know, it's been fabricated, right. it's been cut and snapped yeah. or picked. Now you cannot, I know, right? Now you cannot tell. So, and it's, and that just, that, that, that one's been turned off. I just clicked again. So, uh, but yeah, but no, but I just wanted to say, yeah, if you want to see the fairy and look at the last show, uh, I'll go back and get the link. It was very interesting. It was open the doors with myself and Barb Hartman. Um, the guy was, uh, worked for the government and, uh, his fiance was a, uh, psychic medium and, uh, very interesting show. It was not a dull moment. But uh, very active, yes. So cool, cool. Now, did, do you believe in fairies, sir, Mister Shadow? Yes, I mean, I'm not sure that I would say that I believe the uh, traditional concept of what fairies are, but I do believe that there have been a lot of things that have existed just outside our field of view just outside our understanding absolutely um and they're actually real you know uh you know you hear about things like tommy knockers and you hear things about uh sometimes people refer to them as troll things that live within the ground uh and we always hear these stories but then we try to look for the evidence and one thing that i've learned is that just because the evidence isn't there doesn't mean that it's not real. Because chances are the evidence has been found, but it's been covered up. Yeah, that is correct. You know, now you start talking about conspiracy with the paranormal. You know, and one great example of that, I'm sure you guys have heard of this, the uh, Egyptian mummies found in the Grand Canyon. Yes. It was plastered mm -hmm. all over the newspaper, then all of a sudden, oh, nope, it wasn't real. Yep. Literally overnight. It's still blocked off. Mm-hmm. The entrances, yeah. And why do they have FBI agents down there with, with fully automatic weapons guarding it? Uh, we actually yep. covered some of that the other day on a show. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, Barb Hartman's in the house. And uh, she it was her guest. And I was flipping out. I know, right? And this ball, I'm going to the other ball is turned off. I ain't even turning it back on. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> about the fairies uh, flying around in, this, in, in, in the living room. So, Mm -hmm. And I do believe in, in other realms and, uh, and stuff like that. And a lot of people do not understand because we are taught to believe in certain things. And we are taught what is real and what is not real, what is reality and what is not reality. 
we also are taught what we are expect to learn and what is out there does not exist is not real and when i keep saying that people are programmed that way and the people that i have encountered with barb and tracy and other people that encounter these supernatural whatever you want to call them whether it's spirits demons whatever cryptids that really messes them up for life and we're talking they don't go fishing no more they don't go out in the woods uh they don't go to their cemeteries to visit their loved ones uh they had their house blessed they sell their houses because of you know things happening and the voices mm -hmm. they hear and the evps they capture i mean it's just crazy so i mean it's hard to explain all that stuff but it does exist and when people say no it doesn't i always say okay do you believe in air they're like well yeah i'm like Clint, well can you see it well no but you can feel it though can't you there it is <laughs> now when you're in a location and something touches you what in the hell is that that is yeah. somebody's energy right so and i just got touched again when that ball went off so yeah it's not so, funny. Uh, so hey hey anna and, and shadow how, how did you guys meet if you don't mind me asking uh, how'd you get how'd we, you get together for your, your your merger uh we met through p3 family it was a paranormal group um community that was there for a while and i happened to meet aaron and we kind of just clicked and became very close friends and ever since then we just took off and decided to build a project and I'll let Aaron explain the rest. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> um, yeah, it, like she said, it was with P3 and when, once we started talking about uh, doing podcasting and things, because uh, originally we were just going to, you know, co-host on each other. She would, once in a while she would come over on the Spectre Radio. I once in a while I'd go to Metroid. <laughs> mentioned from the afterlife and it just made more sense to just create one podcast and then just have you know our show kind of like be the sponsor behind secrets of the crypt and uh we've been working out the merch um we do have mm -hmm. a small lineup already available and you can probably find those links on our pages but yeah uh she likes to do a lot of uh wicked style shirt designs where mine is more of smart ass paranormal design <laughs> yeah uh you know things like i just evp'd my pants uh, <laughs> now that should, is something i would wear ladies and gentlemen yes we should do that for the game <laughs> yeah yeah there you go but yeah so you know and then we started talking about you know gaming pages because we first started playing phasmophobia and then like a couple months down the road she's like oh you gotta check out this game you check out check out the demonologist <laughs> and she pestered me for weeks and finally i got it you know and it so we've been at it we have terrifying gaming secrets of the crypt our personal podcast our merch not a day's rest with this girl <laughs> well excuse you <laughs> <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen we'll be right back stay tuned
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, another edition of Paranormal Plus with Grizzly and Tracy. We have Anna and Shadow, man. And I tell you, this edition is brought to you by Western Kentucky Bigfoot and Paranormal Investigations, LLC. Thank you, Mr. Don Wyden. Uh, hopefully, you're out there in the woods getting me some uh, video evidence. And I replaced that cat ball, ladies and gentlemen, that keep turning off. And he just turned that one off during the commercial. Interesting. Glad you're on the show, uh, Don, or Shadow and Anna. Uh, Thank you. I just got touched, so that's why I was stuttering. So uh, <laughs> that's very okay. Excited. Yeah. yeah. Do y'all get touched a lot when you're on investigating? Yes. Yeah. It depends on the location. How do y'all feel about that? Um, I it gets creepy because you can't see what actually is touching you. So it's like. What is going on? Where is that coming from? I would like to see who's touching me. But when you're a paranormal investigator, it's like being a kid in a candy store. And it gets very exciting because it's like a one hit in a million when you're a paranormal investigator. When you have these kind of things happen to you, it's like, I hope I have that on evidence. <laughs> um, oh. But it, it's it's weird. It's, it's very weird. It's very bizarre. And it's like... It's a lot of questions to a point where they use all this energy to, you know, want to touch you and let you know that they are there. It's like, why are they doing it? And how are they doing it? They're dead. I mean, you know, they it's impossible to do something like that. So it really makes you want to think. It really does. Agreed. Shadow, what about you? I, you know, I, I'm afraid to even, yes, I know. I, I'm afraid to do an investigation with him because here's why. Shadow, I just got touched. Man, you okay? No, I'm fine. No, man, I'm fine. Don't, don't worry about it. Okay. You know, I mean, that's the way, I mean, he's just like, yeah, okay, you know. Well, you know, I, I do have a story. And I would try to keep this as PG as possible. <laughs> it was it was the first major investigation that I did with Nightwatch. And there's a place called Palmer House Hotel. Uh, it was featured on Ghost Adventure. And so we were there doing our own investigation. And I was with another investigator named Harley Black. So we're in Lucy's room. Uh, if you don't know who Lucy is, Lucy was uh, believed to have been a lady of the evening who uh, ended oh. up committing suicide in his hotel room. And so Neil and I are sitting in a chair. There's a bed in front of us. Harley Black is setting up an SLS camera by the head. And Thomas Wyskowski is sitting in a chair at the foot of the bed. And she gets to, uh, Harley gets this look on her face of complete confusion. And I'm looking at her going, everything all right? And she goes, I'm not sure. And she motioned me to come over. And I look on the SLS screen. And I look at Tom and said, Tom, are you feeling all right? Well, yeah. Why? What's going on? And I'm looking at the screen, and all I could think of is how sad is it because there is a stick figure on his knee giving Tom oral. What? No lie. I could not believe it. And when we told Thomas about that, he was like, what? And I said, what did I tell you, Tom, when we first got here? This is paranormal investigating, not paranormal dating, because we had some other females with us. And yeah, <laughs> here he is, going off with the, uh, the, uh, the spirit of a 
lady of the evening and doing his own thing. Like, <laughs> truth, I, I could, I could not believe it. I, yeah. That Hopefully, you left some up. money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can't believe you said that. You left some money. Damn. I mean, <laughs> Just saying, man. <laughs> now, now, let me ask you something, sir. Did you keep a straight face when you had that conversation? I, I, surprisingly enough, I did. But everybody I else behind it. me was just dying with laughter. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> See, I, so I know where you're coming from, Anna. So uh, I, I'll be running with you. Like He'll be standing there and be like, where are y'all running? I know what the hell I'm running from because I, <laughs> hey, if he runs, I'm not sticking around, ladies and gentlemen. No. There is a reason why somebody is running, and I'm not going to find out why the hell Bye. she's running. So, yes, <laughs> absolutely. So, uh, unbelievable. Uh, yeah, now I've heard some crazy stories about some brothels and and uh, red light districts, but uh, to actually catch or something like that, I'm yeah. If <laughs> And even to this day, when we go out with Thomas, you know, I keep telling Thomas, now, Thomas, you leave them dead girls alone. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, after this podcast, there's probably a bunch of uh, a bunch of teams wanting to go over there now to, to go hunt that yeah. place. I oh, just yeah. feel sorry for the people in the morning listening to this audio on the way to work. Oh, yeah. They don't wreck their cars. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get some, you'll get some messages. Where exactly was he sitting? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, all oh. you got to do is just look for Luthie's room, which is room either, uh, room 17. He would give the room number out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or, you know, I never know what anybody's going to say during an, invest, or an interview or what's going to happen during an investigation. <laughs> And I can never keep a straight face, no matter how much or how hard nope. I try, ladies and gentlemen. Mm -hmm. And Anna, how can you do it? So, was you there? No. I, oh. I, I'm sorry that I missed it because, you know, I didn't know Aaron at the time. So, yeah. I'm sorry I missed that one because you know, yes. me so turning around, I'll be gone. Succubus from FDL Paranormal. Yeah, succubus. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the first part of that word was right. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, oh, I'm, just, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but you would not believe the images I just received. You know what I'm saying? And I can see him looking at me like, are you feeling all right? <laughs> well, that's just it. I mean, it was just, you know, he had no clue what was going on. And Harley and I are sitting looking at the screen. We're just like, what is this? Are you seeing this shit? <laughs> now they're playing with my soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm getting, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fall under, I'm gonna fall on my chair. I'm getting cranky. <laughs> oh, God. man, I, I gotta watch <laughs> more of y'all's investigations. Y'all gotta be a trip, and y'all got me crying. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> well. You know, one thing, the reason for the, the lightheartedness is because in the field, we investigate locations that have a lot of darkness to it. Right. And if you go in there with the same kind of darkness, 
you might elicit reaction, but you also might put yourself at risk for some bad things to happen. And just in the natural sense, I met a guy who was one, one of these original scuba divers that would retrieve the body during the Green River killing. Oh, wow. Back in the 80s. And to see that kind of haunted look on a man's face. Because he says, I cannot describe what I saw in those waters. And, you know, I think about that in the paranormal field now. You know, how, how many people out there are investigating with hate or malice or depression? Uh, you know, vet with their uh, PTSD. So we try to make our environment as lighthearted as possible so that, you know, we don't have to deal with uh, overly negative aspect. Oh, yeah. Yep. No, I, <laughs> and the reason I'm laughing, somebody just said, I can see those stick figures decals on the back of this SUV. Yep. <laughs> yeah, there, there you and go. I There's some words for you. Yep. I, yeah, I wasn't yeah, going to laugh because he was in the middle of talking, but I couldn't hold it in. Let go. Yes. <laughs> <All right. laughs> we'll have a maintenance shirt, Aaron. Seriously. Oh. I've already got ideas for it. Don't give him ideas, I'm telling you. <laughs> this is how he is. Give him ideas. Samantha, it, I'm sorry. I just can't help it. I mean, this thing won't shut off. Uh, he's got me in stitches. I mean, I, I I mean I can see him saying this. Are you feeling okay? You yep. got this on. You got this recorded, right? You got this. Harley had it on her computer. I have to see if I can get a copy. Oh of wow! Because it's just, <laughs> it was hysterical. Yeah, I would have been on the floor on that one. Yeah. Well, and, well, and you know, yeah. It, like I said, it all goes back. You got to have fun. Yeah. Yep. You know, yeah, you know, you, you watch the, the the ghost adventures, and like every single one of them's got to be a demon, you know, all that oh. stuff. And, and to me, it doesn't really look like it's that much fun. I I, I stopped watching them a long time ago, but that that's one of the reasons, you know. And not not oh. only that, but if it's a really bad demon, the shirt comes off. No, I mean, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did I miss something? Zach Baggins, he had the tendency. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Every time yeah, there's a yeah. demon. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, the shirt comes off. Okay. I, yeah, TMI. I was, yeah, I was, okay, yeah. <laughs> Did I miss something? Because now I have to go back and rewatch all his seasons because I haven't watched him in a while. So I, now I have to go back and be like, what did I miss? Yeah, I Danny, miss Danny punches the walls. So. I take yeah. my shirt off, but I scare the demons away. So, yeah. all the yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. It's unfortunate. Well, it, it, it's a little bit worse for me because I have, I'm not going to show, but I do have a tattoo of a, a partially naked woman on my stomach, but I've gained weight over the years, so the boobs don't quite look as nice as they used to. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Oh my god. I can't. I can't. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when a like when a teenager gets a picture or gets a tattoo of a dove and then when she he or she is about 
40 years old, it's a pterodactyl, you know? It's, yeah. 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 Oh, my God. I've seen those before. <laughs> You're all killed. You're all... <laughs> Oh, that, yeah. that. You gotta be careful of that stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> you that one, Aaron. <laughs> oh my gosh. I try to I try to warn people beforehand, you know. When, Tracy, if you're you tell me not about this. <laughs> if you want to talk to me, if you want to get to know me, be ready. <laughs> That's all I can say. Fair warning, I'm telling you. Yeah, that's got an image of it. <laughs> image of them walking down the beach, you know, with their shirt off. And just, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my <Yeah>. god! <laughs> 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 oh, uh, we, we we had this one girl on the last show. I don't know how she does it, but she'll talk and laugh without moving her body or her mouth. Mm. And you know, we wear headphones, right? Most of us. And with all the activity I got in my studio. We all heard this little laugh, and we're like, "What the hell was that?" <laughs> you know? And she was like, "It was me." And we was like, "What the hell? You scared the shit out of us, you know what I'm saying?" <laughs> so, but anyways, but I, y'all, y'all, y'all just take the icing off the cake and just put the topper <laughs> and just smash it. I mean, I, I'm cramping right now, so yes, I'm trying to breathe Eastern. I'm trying. I can't. Every time I get a breath, it, it's, it's I get the wind knocked out of me. So. Yeah, hey, Eastern, I'm doing all right. So, yeah, I, I, I can just keep seeing Shadow going, Are you okay? Do you feel okay? <laughs> He's just sitting back, chilling, just relaxing. Yeah, and the guy's like, Yeah, why? Yeah. Golly. yeah. And a pterodactyl, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> My poor audio, our poor audio listeners tomorrow. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> just make sure and wear your seatbelts. So, so, so Anna, change the change the subject, I guess, a little bit. <laughs> but, uh, uh, your tarot, your your tarot card reading uh, business, you're getting ready to start up, right? No, you're you're going to get into reading it. cards, or no? I have been doing it for a very long time. Um, I haven't been doing it only because we've been so busy with everything else that's been going on with our projects and. Uh, I'm still doing it. I'm open Monday through Saturday, and I'm open all day up until 5 o'clock. I do spiritual readings, tarot card readings. It depends on the person. Uh, the reason why I say that because when you sit down with that person, a lot of times they don't need the cards. It's more spiritual. It depends on how you know the energy of the spirit is with that person. And they will interrupt me. I'm like, oh, I guess I don't need those. So... But I'm still doing it. I do it from time to time. And but like I said, I've been so busy focusing our new show, make sure that's up and running, make sure people are, are seeing our, you know, our flyers, our ads, make sure we're welcoming people, making sure our merch and he's working really hard on a lot of other things like making videos and editing and doing all that stuff. But I'm doing my best to keep it in between. I would like to have it um, get very busy because I believe my gift can help a lot of people. And it has had in the past. So hopefully I'll get pick up once again, once I'm not so busy with the radio show. But um, I want the radio show to be, be first only because 
you know, we want to be there for people. We want to have people get recognized and to support everybody. So that's what we're basically working on. Mm-hmm. And, and that's awesome because that's that that's what the paranormal field needs, right? Is this positivity mm-hmm. and support, yes. especially the, the yes. new people just joining and Grizzly and I talk yep. about all the time, you know, their yeah, right. last couple of years, it's just exploded. And then it, yeah. once you get to a certain amount of people, you're always got to expect that negativity and, and it to kind of go the other way, which is kind of is, is a little bit, we're still exploding, but it seems almost clickish to an extent. So yeah. we appreciate that you guys do that. You guys have that radio show to, to bring everybody together. That's, that's a great thing. Thank you. We really do try and, we just got started, but I believe it will take off. Um, we just got to keep at it, and we're getting followers right now. I have been shared on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, you name it. I have been posted everywhere. So, And I'll probably post on Paranormal Links as well while I'm thinking about it. <laughs> cool. And, and uh, Shadow, uh, other than that SLS uh, sex cam you got, what, what kind of uh, – <laughs> What kind, of, what kind of equipment do you really like to use? I mean, I mean, what's your favorite go-to piece of equipment? I don't know what he's going to say. <laughs> yeah. um, well, I can only imagine. <laughs> yeah, when it comes to equipment, it, it's kind of a hard choice, only because certain spirits react to certain equipment. And you know, for, for one, I have I like to use the uh, any kind of device that'll detect electromagnetic field. Yep. I always have. I mean, that's one of the things that I always have on me, no matter what. Uh, and one of the reasons is uh, there's a place not far from where I live called Carlos Avery Wildlife Management Area. It's a beautiful wildlife reserve. During the daytime, I've gone out there and done wildlife photography. Gorgeous place. And what's interesting is that the reserve has roads that are open 24-7, so you can be out there at all hours you want. And we were out there uh, right around the time of Sawin, uh, so right at the end of October, beginning of November. Mm-hmm. And we're out there, we're in the tr- we're in my buddy's truck, and he got the K2, and we get a hit. So we stopped the truck, stick his hand out the window, all of a sudden, it slammed all the way up to level 5. I've seen that. I watched it for you. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. And I was like, all right, well, turn off the truck. Maybe the truck is throwing off electromagnetic energy because you got all those coils and all those moving parts. Still level five. (laughs) All right, fine. Give me the K2. And I stuck my hand out. So from where he had his hand out to where I had mine out, you're probably looking at about, you know, almost 14 feet distant. And it's still level five. And all of a sudden, it just gradually went down and disappeared. So we drove a little way down the road, found it again, level five. Every time we found it, the whole field of energy would encapsulate the entire truck. And wow. it moves. So. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Who would think something like that when, you know, interact inside a truck would equip me? You would never know that, you know? Yeah. yeah, well, and that's that's one of the reasons why, you know, you'll hear me in the video say, okay, do this, do that, do this, because I'm trying to make sure that there is nothing that could naturally explain this. 
You know, and I think that's something else that a lot of people tend to overlook when they're in the field. You know, they hear something, oh, go, no, no, hold on. Let's see if he can repeat it. Let's see if he can go somewhere, see if there's like a crack in a window, if there's a moving door, anything. And only then, after you've eliminated all those possibilities, then you can go ahead and call it paranormal. Mm-hmm. And that's the best way to look at it because there's so many people that actually want to jump on that bandwagon. Oh, it's a demon. Oh, mm-hmm. it's a ghost. And, you know, <laughs> it's just the air conditioner kicking in or it's the old house, yeah. you know, settling. So, yeah. And then, you know, and that goes a long ways. Uh, so, Eastern, yes, a big debunker. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. a firm believer in that. And a lot of people don't do that. You know, they, they want to catch that evidence. They want to be that person on YouTube. They want to get those hits. Well, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you, you get a reputation like that, and you're not going to have followers and people that watch you. You know, they want right. to see you do your due diligence and, and research. So, yeah, that's pretty awesome, man. Yeah, I like that. And I think, you know, especially if you get to homes that are in the northern part of the U.S., because the home, you know, if you live up north, we have like here in Minnesota, our winters can get down as low as negative forty-five. Wow. Yeah, and our summers can get as hot as one hundred and ten degrees. Not consistently, but it can get that hot. So when you have a temperatures that are that extreme, and these older homes, which are made out of predominantly wood, you're going to get all that expansion and contraction, and that's where a lot of noises come from. And people just completely overlook that. Yeah. That's true. They do. They really do. So. Reading that. The Air Force guy coming out and whistleblowing that the USAF has alien craft. I, I've been seeing some stuff about that. Mm-hmm. I know you guys, we talked a little bit about uh, Bigfoot and, and stuff like that. What are your thoughts on, on aliens with the paranormal side of it? That I tr- that I truly believe in, uh, for because you know we're seeing it more and more and more now, and I've been seeing a lot of articles on what people are getting, and it's incredible. And I I believe in aliens. There's gonna be a point in time where they will, you know, want to come here and be like, we are here now. We're not leaving. Why not, right? I mean, we have ghosts, we have possible Bigfoot. Who knows? Why can't aliens do the same thing? You know, the government it probably is hiding the alien and the aircrafts and all that, like they said back in the day. So I really, truly believe that I there are aliens. I really do. Yeah, I myself, I'm, I'm on board with that. Um <clears throat> I mean, I have different theories about it, but for the most part, I do think that aliens exist. And for someone, you know, like myself, who has learned to appreciate mathematics, the mathematic possibility that we are the only sentient life forms in the cosmos, it's just not possible. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, and, you know, I'm, I mean, I've heard some crazy stories about there about, you know, what people think these aliens are. I've heard mm-hmm. one one guy told me that uh, UFOs are actually angel technology. Mm-hmm. Now this is where I'm starting to have a little trouble. You know, like, okay, you know what? That's starting to get to the thing that I'm not sure I really want to say that I believe in. 
you know, but at the same time, you have these, like, you know, ancient alien theory, you know, maybe these aliens are considered angels, you know, it, it it's a really unique field to try to get into with the whole UFO culture. Um, you hear a lot of stories. I'm, I've, I've had people from the UK tell me stories. I found stories uh, in my research that I've never heard from anybody else. And these are just recently declassified documents. You know, and it's like, wow, this is just crazy. But yeah, I'm a believer. There's cool. so much out there that, like I said, it, it, it's hard not to believe in. Uh, the only thing that, that's really disconcerting and, and concerning is that with the AI uh, that's been released to the general public across mm-hmm. America and the world is not the AI that the government has. It's, it's far well advanced. We're talking 30, 50 years already technology than what we already know. And mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I look around my studio and look at the equipment that I have and look at some of the equipment that I use and go on my investigations. And, and I, <clears throat> I know people that's in the air force and I know people that work for the government that uh, did remote viewing on the Soviet union and uh, during the cold war. And, and they will tell you, there are things that you all referring to civilians will not understand and will never know about. And that tells me a lot, right? So uh, I just don't think that we as civilians or human beings could actually handle the truth. I, I really don't. So, well, it's kind of like that uh, that American Horror Story that came out a couple of years ago. That I don't yeah. know if that they they I do. went through how we got all our technology and stuff. You know, you're you're like looking at it thinking, you know, that's nah, probably not. You know, obviously it's a show. You know, but but who knows, mm-hmm. man? I mean that that's that's highly likely. I mean, it could be how they like if you open your mind up to it, right? So, mm-hmm. it is it's really interesting, uh, interesting show. I don't know if you see that, Grizzly. No, a lot of people I talked to has talked about it, but you know, when people on one of the national shows I do, uh, Awake the Nation, you know, a very well known show, uh, it's broadcast across the globe. Uh, I was asked a question, what is reality? And it's like, wow. Uh, that is a question that I cannot answer because what is reality in, right. in human terms? Because our reality is not what is really exists. Uh, and, you know, when it comes to investigators, whether it's the paranormal uh, like uh, you all or us or in the cryptid uh, zoology field. I mean, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, there are things that exist that people and scientists says no they do not Mm -hmm. and we have creatures and monsters that are washing up on beaches and the first thing they do Mm -hmm. is dig a hole and bury them and people are like wait a minute why are you not putting on the back of a truck and taking it to the lab and you know figuring out what it is because they already know they just don't want us to know and people are not swimming in the oceans and then you look at you know they know more about outer space than they do about our oceans in mm-hmm. the depth, and it's like you know, once again, that's that line I say I, I cannot draw a line. So mm-hmm. uh, when we do investigations like you, both of you all, uh, you never know what's going to happen. And when people call you all up and say, "Hey, you know, once you come over here and do this investigation, or you're going to go do an investigation," you already know a little bit some of the back history and so forth. But you have history of it, right? 
So it's not like everything you know over these years is a bunch of bullwinky. You know, there's some validity to it because there's other people that's visited. It's got the same results and so forth. Now, it may not happen at the same time every time everybody's there on the same Friday, every Friday. You know, because like I said, you know, if I was a ghost, I would haunt the hell out of everybody every chance I get. I would shake your sheets. I would tickle your feet. I would flip the light <laughs> switch off and on. I would turn the water on in the bathroom while you're sleeping. I would, I would love to have fun. But, you know, also I would probably get bored and be like, oh, God, here comes more ghost hunters, you know. Uh, yeah, I'm leaving. Uh, I'm trying to be sleep. bored tonight, right? So, yeah. So, uh, Standing Stones is uh, asking, uh, the hotels have special access and elevators. Oh, they're talking backstage. So, but no, but, you know, what are some of your memorable uh, ghost investigations? Besides the... Uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can uh, start with this one, Aaron. Yeah, so go ahead. We were go first on that one. Uh, well, well, this one is, is not as entertaining as that one, uh, but this one is definitely my most personal experience. There's a cemetery, uh, about an hour drive north from where I live called the Garden of Remembrance, and this cemetery is filled with uh children who had suffered mental disabilities or physical disabilities or were just flat out orphaned uh, between the late 1800s and the early 1900s. And a lot of these kids came from the Minnesota State Academy for the Deaf, and when nobody would come to claim them, they would send them off to the state, uh, which was in Cambridge. And if nobody claimed them there, once they died, they were just put in the ground and given a little cheap brick with their initial in the year oh, they died. Oh, yes, that's right. And it wouldn't be until, I think it was sometime in the 2000s, where the Historical Society uh, saw that they, this cemetery was about to be overrun because it's been forgotten and neglected. So they went back and they didn't I don't think they got everybody, but they went back and found all the names and dates and history, put a plaque up in the middle of it, and then actually went back and gave them nice polished stone uh, grave markers with their initials in the year they died. And when we got there, you know, we knew the history about this place. We knew that it was all kids. Uh, some of them were deaf, blind, mentally handicapped, but they were all traumatized because healthcare back then was horrible. Right. You know, we've all heard of the the shame of Pennsylvania, Penhurst. We've all heard of Willowbrook being exposed by Geraldo Rivera. Mental health and disability understanding was in this crapper, basically. But we get there. We're doing our investigation. Nothing happened. We don't get any K2 hits. We don't get any uh, interaction. We don't get any EVP. Nothing. Then I remembered that they came from the State Academy from the deaf. Now, I went to that same school because I'm 60% deaf, and I went to that same school, so I knew that play. So when I started talking to the kids in sign language, everything lit up. We wow. couldn't get them to leave our equipment alone. So that was my most memorable because it was of how personal it was. Wow. That's wild. That's wild. 
You know, I, I hear a lot of people that do investigations. Uh, Tracy, you're going to be one of them leaving the country, right? And yeah, going yeah. to another country. And uh, people that are not getting results and uh, turn around and speaking in their language that, that were there back in the mm -hmm. days and then getting results. Uh, matter of fact, uh, I do a lot of shows like we talked about off the air and, and during our, our time now. And uh, we have a guy, uh, we've been interviewing a lot of indigenous people, Indian tribe people that are, you know, well, of course, mixed now, uh, not 100% pure blood or bread uh, or blood. And uh, he uh, has relationships with Sasquatch. And he will communicate with his Indian language. And he's actually has it documented. And uh, and he was teaching us phrases to say out in the woods. And I'm like, man, I hope this guy's telling me the truth, not say I'm gonna kick your butt or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and you know, and getting these things mad at me. But uh, and he has people with him and he was trying to get them to say, hello, how are you? And, you know, we're coming peace. Well, not to these creatures. And yeah. he was like, what is your name? And he had one on recording turn around. I, I don't remember the phrase that they say, but it said no back to him in, in the Indian language. And that scared mm -hmm. the hell out of me. Now, that once again, ladies and gentlemen, and he told us, do not go in the woods alone because... Uh, these creatures, whatever you want to call them, Bigfoot, Sasquatch, Littlefoot, Hairy Man, Wild Man, whatever, uh, the ones that they have problems with, they are kicked and removed from the clan or tribe, and they're excommunicated, and they are removed oh. from the area. And when those are the ones, yes, those are the ones I'm afraid of, that I'd be out there by myself and be like, look at that white man. Oh, I'm going to take him out, and that'd be my luck, right? Uh, because they know what guns are, they know what farms are, and they're very in intelligent creatures. And when I say intelligent, they know how to turn off tape recorders, digital recorders, not drain the batteries, manually hit the power buttons. Now, we know, and being in the field, and I've got tons of these, and I know you all do too, and I've always got them around my studio. And I mean, I've got all kinds of them. That was me on the light balls with different types of recorders. And mm -hmm. all the power buttons are different. Some you yes. have to slide and hold. Some yep. you have to press and hold. And I have a guy uh, that is a Sasquatch investigator uh, in Kentucky. I know it's going to sound ironic, but he uses Gorilla Tape. And he knows where there's a breeding ground. And he'll take one of these and, and Gorilla Tape it to a sign next to the woods. And for hours... They will throw rocks at that sign trying to knock it off. And you will hear it go dink, dink, donk. And you will hear the bigger the rocks trying to knock it off. And there's been reports uh, where people will be out camping and they would tape it on the inside of their campers on the screen. And the tiki lights would be put out and it would be removed. And the tiki, tiki lights would be relit. And it's like, what the hell? And they're like, nah, man, it's happening. And these people are well-known people in the community. So when it comes to the stuff in the paranormal, I believe in anything. You know, mm -hmm. uh, it's hard not to. You know, mm -hmm. now, is mental illness, like we talked about, a serious issue in America and across the world? Absolutely. You know, 
And I think that's where a lot of people have problems with the asylums and the mental hospitals back in the day is because if you saw things or you you know heard things, you know, they didn't want to deal with you. They put you away, put you under medicine and they just, they just forgot about you. Right. They mistreated you and over medicated you. Mm-hmm. And, yep. you know, and when I took psychology, that was the biggest problem I had was, you know, people have abilities. People can see things. And that's why I like having people with abilities that can read cards and so forth, do investigations like you, Anna, uh, because yep. it validates things. Right. You can go in a room and feel the energy and, and communicate yep. and do your thing. And it's just another layer of validity to things on an investigation. And I always tell anybody that's into the paranormal that if you don't have anybody with abilities, find somebody in your area. I mean, they'd love to go out with you guys, you know, and have fun because it's very interesting. And what do you do when you go out? Do you pick up like the energy feels? Do you feel their illness, their sickness, how they died, how they cross Every, over? Everything on that list you have is exactly what I feel. The only thing I haven't done yet is the whole crossover thing, but I, it depends on how eager they are to get their message across. They will make me feel, you know, if my throat's being closed, it could be a sign of them being strong, strangling or being a hog. It depends on how they pass away. Um, my chest would be hurting. You know, it, it can be a heart attack or or anything of the sort. So I feel everything and what they're trying to tell me um, when it comes to that. And sometimes it's not all pieces of cream because it can really make you sick afterwards. It just depends on the energy of the spirit. So it can get really intense when it comes to being a medium and very sensitive to that to that level in the spiritual world. And you gotta be very careful um, when you're investigating because let me tell you, there'll be times where I walk into a room and the energy is so negative, I can't even walk in there. I, I It's so wow. thick that I can't even get in the room because of the negativity. And people will have me walk through a room when we're doing the walkthrough and to let them know you know, if how I feel on each room to let the client know, is this, is it evil? Is it negative? And I'll tell them straight off the bat, you got negativity because I can't even walk through the house. So it, it depends on the spirit, the house and everything else, but it can get very intense when you're a medium. Now, what do you feel? And, and this goes for both of y'all. How do you feel about provoking? Never. <laughs> Never, ever, ever. I've seen horror stories. It's one of the number one rule in ghost hunting that you should never do because you never know what type of spirit is going to come across. I mean, if you provoke, you're asking for trouble. I'm flat out telling the truth because these spirits can really twist your mind and play tricks on you like you wouldn't believe. So I would never, ever dare provoke nothing. No, don't even know what, don't watch what TV shows you because they cut a lot of crap out. So if you want to provoke, that's on you, but I would suggest not to do it. It's very highly dangerous. What about you, Shadow? Well, for me, it's not 
so much is about uh, provocation as it is about challenging uh, a spirit's ability. Because I think there is a way to where you can, you know, I don't want to say instigate an interaction, but there's one you can actually promote something to happen. You, can, you know, say, look, I've heard that you were able to do this, but I'm not seeing evidence. Can you prove it to me? Can you show me that these people are right? Are you real? Do you have that ability? You know, if you put, if you pose it like that, you probably get a much more positive reaction. Whereas a lot of times, you know, what people forget is most of the spirit were once human and alive and are likely going to have the same kind of attitude toward jerky behavior in death as they did in life. So mm-hmm. if you go walking somewhere and you come off with this, some, you know, pompous jerk, you know, if I came up to you in real life and talked to you like that, are you going to want to talk to me? Right. Absolutely not. No. So, you know, it doesn't surprise me that people don't get reaction when they behave poorly like that. Like I said, I do feel that there is a way that you can challenge a ghost to prove itself. Well, provoking it. Yeah. Well, you know, and Trace and I, we talk about this a lot, is that people get into the paranormal field and, and they see stuff on TV and they duplicate it. And then they call me and they're like, you know, I don't know what's going on. My boyfriend and husband, I've been fighting for the last 30 days. And I ask them, you know, what have you done? What's changed? Nothing. No, something's changed. And then the truth finally comes out. They provoked and they did some horrible stuff. And and why, why, why would you do that? Well, we didn't know what to do. We weren't getting anything. So we saw it on TV. Well, there we go, ladies and gentlemen. You know, you replicated mm-hmm. something you shouldn't have done. Nope. And yeah, right. And it does. And uh, and I don't know, was it on our show or was it another show? I can't remember, Tracy, where uh, they investigated a place and the guy challenged the ghost or the spirit and said, I'm not afraid of you. Screw you. You're not going to hurt me nor my family. F off, blah, 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 blah. And I think well, was not even a month later, they got a call. And yeah, that was, the, daughter, that was the daughter was found dead in the attic. And oh, I wow. mean, the wife was hysterical. They didn't know what was going on. And and they tried it because, oh, that's right. The comment was made, I'm going to kill your kids or something. I'm going to murder your children. And oh, they were debating wow. on whether to tell the family or not on the EVP what they got. And they debated on it. And and they're like, yeah, we better tell. And the father was big. And blah, 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 blah. you know, hell no, that ain't going to happen. And he and they're like, oh, no, no, don't provoke it. Don't do it. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm not saying that's what happened. Now, she was right. a very healthy, young teenager. But what I'm trying to say is that what they're saying is you do not know what you're messing with on this realm or outside of this reality. And they do have powers beyond our means. And I do watch horror movies and things do come true. And there are some validity to some of these movies that we watch. So mm-hmm. you got to be careful. And yes, crazy witch, you do have to be respectful. I do believe in that. I do believe in what they're saying. And I do believe with you, Shadow, on how there's proper ways you can get around that. So yes, absolutely. Anna, Anna has a, uh, Lauren has a question for Anna. Anna, do you, oh, Anna, do you uh, get a feeling as if you are walking underwater sometimes? She gets it when she's uh, walking, entering into a building. No, what happens is 
it doesn't feel like you're walking underwater. For me, for every medium is different. Every medium feels different energies when it comes to doing something like this. And the minute I walk through a room, it's it's very thick. And the minute it's so, like I said, it's so thick, it's hard to explain. It's like a bubble. I can't even pop it and walk in that room is so bad. So yeah. it's more like trying to pop a bubble than walking through underneath water. Gotcha, gotcha. I hear that a lot. I hear. Why do you think that is? I don't know. I think it's just the way the uh, energy and the spirits how they manifest and come across um, when you run into it, and that's the only thing that I can think of when it comes to something like that. Now, being with you having abilities, what do you think about all this energy shift and stuff? <sighs> The energy shifts, it depends on what's going on with spirits, what's going on with everything else. And for every medium and psychic, it could be a different for each and every one of us. It can, I could not feel anything. Some uh, mediums can feel other things that other mediums can't. So it's just it just all depends on the uh, medium and psychic. That makes sense. Yes, that does. Now, Shadow, what do you recommend for people that are trying to get started out in the field and learning? What are some of your takeaways for them? Well, uh, first and foremost, do not use Ghost Adventures as your teaching guide. Um, second would be, well, I, I'm sorry, I just... When when Gary, Ghost Adventures first Ghost Adventures, I don't understand it. <laughs> when Ghost Adventures first came out, the first one they did, you know, they actually had a lot of good stuff in it. But once Zach Bagging kind of got that taste of the power that came with that celebrity ship, and he saw the opportunity, it changed them. Now that doesn't mean that their evidence is fake or anything. It's just that there's just so much that's being cut out, which goes to my next point. Do your research and find out all you can about the paranormal uh, field as far as how, what practices are used, what the equipment are. Um, and I say that because a lot of people get this idea, oh, I'm going to start a group, I'm going to get this, and it's all going to be so cool, and I'm going to get a YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work that easy. No. Um a lot of people start off using outdoor places, which is fine. Uh, but you're going to find that it is very possible to burn a spot. And what I mean by that is you hit a location so many times that the spirit gets to get tired of you. Right. And they stop talking to you. Uh, so with that in mind, you be aware that you're going to have to do some traveling. If you want to do those big places like the, the big shot do, Save up. It got to think about the fuel costs. You got to think about hotel costs. You got to think about eating. And a lot of times you got to think about paying these people because some of these locations won't let you in and let you come up with the money. You know, that's something else people don't really think about. Uh, but more importantly, the most crucial part, and there's actually a few of them. Uh, one of the most crucial parts is screen the people you're going to work with. Because the last thing you need 
is somebody to completely throw your vibe off and just ruin it for you. Yeah. Second, when you are going to establish a team, set up ground rules that everybody has to follow. Because if you get a rogue on your team, now you're losing that harmony. And that can make the investigation go bad. And last, when you go to a site, excuse me, a couple of things to follow. One, respect the location and its history. Two, avoid using conjuring or summoning practices. Because we know that you can summon and bring things through. But you're going to a spot to see if there's something already there. And you don't need to summon anything. And when you do an investigation, no running. I know that's a hard thing for you to think about, Grizz, but... <laughs> it um, is! <laughs> and I don't say that, that that's mostly a safety concern, because the last thing you want to do is go running in sheer terror in the dark, knock something over, damage something, hurt somebody, hurt yourself. Right. Uh, and also never investigate alone. And again, this is a safety issue. You don't want to get hurt somewhere and have no one there to help you. And some locations we go to don't have cell phone signal. So you might not be able to call people either. So that's why you don't investigate alone. I don't mean that, you know, like you go to a house and say, all right, you're going to go in this room by yourself. That's fine. Somebody knows where you are. What I'm talking about is don't get in your car and hit a spot by yourself have somebody with you. That's about it. Now, one of the things that I, I talk about a lot, and I agree with everything you say wholeheartedly and 110%. Uh, one of the things I add to that, too, is not only do you screen people, but you also have to be careful on who you affiliate with in this mm -hmm. reality when it comes to the paranormal field as well. And the reason why I bring that up is, is that being in law enforcement, you know, I try to tell people birds of the feather flock together. You may not be that doper. You may not be that bad guy, but you hang around that person. You're going to get that label. Right. Yep. And once you get that label, you're not going to get the sponsors. You're not going to get uh, the reputation that you want. You're not going to get uh, people that's going to back you and be like that guy and that girl van are respectful. They're 100 percent. They're right on the money. And that reputation either is going to make you or break you. And, uh, and I try to tell people, you know, if I have to trim my tree, and I will. Now, if I have to cut my tree down and replant it, well, guess what? I will do that because mm -hmm. it is me and it's not you. And I'm very protective who does my shows with me and who I do shows with because that's very important. Uh, and especially who is on your team, because if you do have that rogue person that can ruin your reputation, especially if you're trying to put yourself out there, because ladies mm -hmm. and gentlemen, you know, that's why we have our merch, you know, and that's why I, sh I show the grizzly spirit.com, you know, we don't make a bunch of money off our t-shirts and merchandise, you know, it costs money to make that stuff, but mm -hmm. those little extra dollars helps us to put back into our equipment or gas, or lodging, uh, or software, or subscriptions to, to broadcast, and, you know, to edit, to whatever we put that money to. And, and Tracy can tell you, just like YouTube, it's not cheap. 
you know, and it costs money. And I spent a lot of money and I'm, I'm thankful that I do have a sponsor. And another thing too is, is that when people come to you and they start to look at you for TV shows or, you know, to be on the air, uh, they do an extensive, when I say an extensive, I'm talking a social media background check on you. They mm -hmm. check out what you post and who you are associated with. Uh, because when I was looked at that, I got flagged on one, one person. And I was like, really? I was like, I don't know what you talk about. And they're like, look at this. And I was like, oh, I had no idea. And mm -hmm. luckily I had the stuff to back myself up. But once again, you know, being associated with somebody can ruin you and people yeah. don't understand that. Well, I did not do that. You know, just because I'm doing something with them, I should not be punished. Well, unfortunately, it's not how it works, ladies and gentlemen. And, yep, you yep. know, and people need to understand that. And, and it's not trying to be mean to anybody. It's really not. You know, we spend a lot of time and energy and, you know, hearing both of you all putting into what you're doing to make something, to get something mm -hmm. up and running. It's a lot of time. I do everything by myself. So I know exactly, you know, and uh -huh. Tracy does everything that he does, you know, by himself with his little saying with Paralinked and it's a lot of work too. Yep. So I understand exactly what you're saying. Everybody keeps saying safety in numbers. They agree with you there, shadow. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, that's really good well, feedback. Well, I mean, it, it's not just from a spiritual standpoint and real quick, I, I had a case where it was me and my friend, Tom, we went down to a site uh, and this place was being converted to a halfway house for veterans and there was a veteran who had a problem with alcohol, violated the rule, had PTSD, and was kicked out. We didn't know that. And he was down by the river where we were at. And he was clearly upset. And he told us that if we didn't leave, we would be found floating down the river. Oh, wow. And had, had there been more of us there, we would have been left alone. And I had to comply. I told Tom, let's just get out of here because Tom, he is not a fighter at all. And I had all my equipment on me. So I've already got about 150 pounds on my back. I am in no position to take on a trained military soldier. Right. Not a chance in hell. Even if I didn't have all that equipment on me, I, I, there's no way I was going to do it. So again, don't do it by yourself because whether it's the living or the dead, you got to watch out. No, you're absolutely right. And it, it, it's sad that it's come to that. Uh, you know, a lot of people ask me, do I miss law enforcement? I do, but I don't miss the BS and what's going on in the world today. No, absolutely not. You right. know, and, you know, it, it, I, I love the people that we meet doing the shows and, and doing the investigations and going out and, and mingling with people. But mm -hmm. people just think we're, we're we're just raking in the money doing this, and we're making thousands just doing the show. No, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, we're not. So, uh, and they're like, "What? You're paying for this? Yes, absolutely." You so mean I'm not getting paid? Yeah, right. So <laughs> you know, and you know, mm -hmm. anytime you have merchandise, you know, shirts or whatever, candles, you know, that stuff adds up because some of these mm -hmm. places you go and investigate. You're right. They do charge. And oh, some of please. it, you got to have, uh, yeah, right. I know they're agreeing. Uh, 
you, if you got to have X amount of people to go to make it even reasonable to, to investigate and, or you have to go with strangers and still got to have X amount of people to make it yep. reasonable per person to go. So I totally understand that. I really do. All right. What do you think? Well, you guys, uh, you guys want to say anything, uh, give, give your contact information and, and your, your uh, store info and, and all that stuff uh, on how to get your merchandise. Uh, yeah. All my, for my tarot card meetings, um, my website is all linked onto my main profile and a brand of art onto the side. You, all you gotta do is click on it and you'll find everything there. And I will also add in Spectre Radio as well with uh, Secrets of the Crypt and Message from the Afterlife. You can find that all on the side of my um, profile as well with everything else with merged candle store. Candle store is being rebuilt, so just be a little patient with that. Uh, we will have that up and running soon. And uh, Aaron, you'd like to add anything with that? Yeah, well, uh, you know, Gravedigger Production, that's where I do a lot of graphic work, uh, logo, uh, intro, videos, backdrop, uh, promo, whatever you need. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, I should mention Spectre Radio and Secrets of the Crypt. Uh, also, Terrafun Gaming, if you're a gamer and you like those uh, scary games, yep. you know, Sorry. find I us there. That in there. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, you're more than welcome Twitch. to join us. Yeah, we're on Twitch now. Uh, we're also linked to YouTube, so we're really uh, up there with the whole live gaming right now. So it's pretty, pretty oh, that's big. Awesome! Yeah, that's that is really cool. cool. Yeah. And uh, with with the secrets of the crypt, you can find us on Facebook, YouTube, RSS, iHeartRadio, uh, Spotify, and we will be going on to a couple of other podcast platforms as well. Um, and Dark Vault Magazine—that's my newest magazine. Um, you can find link for that on the Gravedigger production page, and it's just five dollars an issue. It uh, it just started. The first issue came out. Uh, that one's got quite a few articles in there, uh, covering as many strange topics as I can. And I'm hoping to be able to expand it to where I can start getting uh, people to submit their experiences from the field and be able to showcase them in the magazine as well. Oh, that'd be awesome! Yeah, that'd be real awesome. Well, I greatly appreciate y'all taking the time to come aboard to uh, Paranormal Plus with us. I know the Congrats. audience loved you guys, and it's been great. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, y'all come back and see us. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I'd love to come back. Thank you, Tracy, for reaching out and having me, and thank you for adding in, Aaron. I really appreciate it. I don't want to leave out my partner, so. <laughs> no, no, that, that's awesome, and we appreciate you guys being on here. Oh, thank yep. you. Glad it was really here. awesome. Y'all have a good one. Take care, guys. We'll talk you to you. too. Thank you very right. much. Bye-bye. So, Tracy, interesting. I tell you, yeah. wonderful, wonderful group. Uh, yeah. Uh, they, yeah, uh, Lauren, they were uh, they were amazing. Yeah, Crazy Witch, loved to death. But uh, I, I can, I can see, yeah, I know. I knew that ball was going to go off, but I can see doing an investigation with him. Yeah. And uh, I had to look, make sure you're hitting the right one. Yeah. It's going to be okay. Remain calm at all times. <laughs> what the hell? I ain't remain calm. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah. Are you feeling okay? And y'all had me in stitches. 
And I'm glad I got extra big, long arm rails on my chair because I would have been on the floor. I almost, almost, <laughs> almost left the camera on that one. Yeah. And the pterodactyl, y'all cracked me up. <laughs> my gosh. So, ladies, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, hopefully y'all enjoyed this edition with us. And uh, I love the guests. Uh, Tracy hit another one. Yes. Uh, uh, Godhead testifies. So fun. Uh, whose cat am I hearing? Uh, we had a lot of tracing. Uh, you got a cat yeah, tracing? Yeah, it's my, yeah, that cat okay. is. Yeah. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of comments and uh, interactions. That was cool. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. yeah absolutely. So uh, anything you'd like to say before we wrap it up? No, hey, guys, just keep joining us every Wednesday at uh, 6 p.m. Uh, Central Standard Time. And I'll, I'll have another we'll have another guest on next week. And uh, if you get a chance, check out Paralink.com. Free to join up for the community. And uh, I just want to say thanks to Chris. He does a great job and, and uh, really like working with him on this. Well, I, hey, it's my pleasure. And I love having you on. And I think we make a good team. And from coast to coast and around the world, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the audio will be uploaded in the morning and take care and Godspeed. We'll see you on the next edition. Bye-bye. Bye. Ha, 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 ha.